Hey friends, this is Pastor Elizabeth, and you're listening to the Faith Church Podcast. You're about to hear my sermon from Christmas Eve at Faith Church in 2021. This year, when hearing the old, beautiful story of Jesus' birth, we focused on what an unexpected blessing he was and is to the world. I invite you, while you're listening, to open yourself to unexpected blessings as well. Here we go. I bet that most of us have had those awkward Christmas morning moments in which someone has opened a gift that they were just sure was what they had asked for, and it turned out to be something different. Maybe they were expecting a video game, and it turned out to be clothes. Or they wanted jewelry and got a book instead. They may have tried valiantly to keep a smile on their faces, but despite their best efforts, everyone could tell they were disappointed. Months down the line, that unexpected gift may have become a treasured possession, and years later it may have become a favorite memory, but not in that moment. In that moment, it's only disappointment. And I wonder if the birth of Jesus wasn't a little bit like this. The people had been wanting, waiting for a savior, but not a homeless baby. They were ready to welcome a strong political leader or a warrior or a king, but a young family with nowhere to go? That's not the blessing they were looking for. So when it came, there was no room for him. I don't know exactly where all of our images of the first Christmas night come from, but usually when we think about that first Christmas Eve, We think about the sweet smell of hay, the gentle animals, the silence of winter, the loving sighs of tired parents. It's also pleasant and enchanting in our imaginations. We sing Silent Night and imagine not a screaming newborn, but a sleeping child, his doting mother, his proud father. And it's not bad to imagine Christmas this way. Especially when times are tough, it might even be just what we need. An image of God coming to earth that transcends whatever we are currently experiencing. Whatever we're grieving. Whatever we're afraid of. Inviting Christmas into our hearts with such calm is surely a good and helpful tradition. But for whatever it's worth, the image of a quiet first Christmas is likely not very accurate. For one thing, can you imagine having to travel, perhaps by donkey, to your in-law's hometown when you are beyond ready to give birth? Or to travel to your parents' home with your fiancé, whom you have not yet married, but who is very pregnant? Nothing about this sounds very peaceful. Then there's the fact that Mary and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem for the census. And this would not have simply been a counting of the people, a way to number the population like the every 10 years U.S. census. But this was a way of numbering the assets of the area so that the government could maximize taxation. Mary and Joseph and their kin lived under a harsh Roman regime, one that was both tyrannical and exploitative 
And part of their reason to travel would have been so that the government could take even more from them to deepen their poverty, to worsen their oppression. Then, of course, the timing of the census was horrible for Mary, but there were no excused absences, no way to ask for a deferral. So they had to go. Then they arrived in the town, and there was no guest room for them, at least not one large enough or private enough for the interruption of childbirth. And when I think about it, I have to admit that if I had had a guest in, an inn or a guest room in those days, or even today, I can imagine turning Mary and Joseph away too, even if my guest room had been empty. I mean, can you fathom having a stranger or even a distant relative knocking on your door already in labor, asking if they might just have the baby there in your house? Especially when nobody in the story except Mary and Joseph knew that this baby would be the savior of the world. They only knew that he would interrupt things and take up space and make a mess and perhaps even cause panic at some point. So no one welcomed them. The Holy Family arrived in Bethlehem ready to bring Jesus into the world and there was no place for them except the stable where the animals slept and ate. It would be kind of like giving birth in someone's garage today. You wouldn't be out on the street, but it wasn't exactly a place of warmth and welcome either. Then somehow, through some miracle of God, the baby that Mary and Joseph brought forth on that first Christmas night the baby for whom there was no room, spent his life making room for others, creating a home for all who had been left on the margins or outcast, all who had been barred from participating, all who didn't come from the right lineage or make enough money or who looked or spoke differently. He became the gift that we did not expect, but the one we needed the one we would treasure, as he showed us the strength of love, the magnitude of mercy, the power of peace. And perhaps the best gift of Christmas, even still, even this year, whether or not it's on any of our lists, is that Jesus continues to make room continues to invite all who will come, making space for unexpected guests and unexpected blessings, welcoming all. Jesus came into the world and created one in which there is always room. So know, dear friends, that this night you are invited you have a home. You are a most welcome, honored guest. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Faith Church Podcast. If what you heard was meaningful to you, please share this podcast with a friend. 
If you have any questions, or if we can support you on your spiritual journey in some way, don't hesitate to reach out through our website at www.faithunited.org. Tune in next week for our Epiphany service, in which we celebrate the signs God puts in the world to point us to Jesus. Until then, take care.